0: Log
1: Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody. This is Russell Foysie. I am your host for just talking music happy new year everybody 2024 i hope you and your families had a great great holiday season and uh we're into the new year a few days and can you believe it 2024 where has time gone incredible this is like you know 30 years ago this was like a a futuristic year 2024 and here we are right in front of us so I wish you uh, nothing but the best for the upcoming year and you reach all your your goals and, uh, and dreams. And uh, just as a reminder, um, this is a podcast where we have off-the-cuff conversation about any uh, subject in the music industry. And occasionally we do have a guest on. We had a, a great guest last episode, the great uh, Chesney Clare. Uh, but tonight we have another uh, fantastic episode and we're gonna break down the group the Beatles and last year late uh, about three months ago they did a new song called now and then and we're going to talk about that and break that down and you know how the heck did they do that with only two live members uh, Ringo Star and, uh, and Paul McCartney but we're going to let you know how they did that and it's a beautiful uh, great fitting last new song uh, for this group uh, can't get it out of my head. Uh, I've actually performed it myself uh, in front of people and uh, just love what they did here. But before we uh, get into that, let me bring in my uh, co-host for Just Talking Music, Bill Miller. Welcome into the new year, my friend. Bill, are you with me?
0: There we go. Got there we myself. go. There he is. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. How are you doing this evening?
1: The long, the long lost Bill Miller.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> I'm talking away and nothing's
1: happening. <laughs> there you go. Well, how are you, Bill? Uh, Happy New Year and uh, another, another great episode of uh, just talking music, uh, breaking it down.
0: Absolutely um, cold. Whoever left the freezer door open, please close it. <laughs> it is cold
1: up here. Man, yeah, you know, uh, I, don't think we're, I don't think we're used to 40-degree temperatures and wearing sweaters. That's uh, no. a little strange for the Floridians. You
0: better believe it. Absolutely. Yeah, great show. I like close. this
1: topic. Yeah, well, if everyone doesn't know, Bill and I are both in Florida. I'm on uh, the west coast, and Bill's closer to the east coast of the state. And uh, we've been hit with some 40 uh, degree weather, and it's a nice change of pace. But you know, I guess as we get later in the year, we'll we'll be complaining and it's 95 degrees. So uh, yeah, we we can never be we we can never be happy here. No,
0: that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, Bill, I and thought this was a great topic. Uh, to hear here, so. Yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. I I thought this was uh, a, a an incredible topic to discuss. Uh, you know, ever since I've heard this song now and then by the Beatles, I can't get it out of my head. Um, I actually performed it uh, last month, and um, it's just a a masterpiece. Um, in what this band continues to do um as they've done all along uh sergeant peppers the white album abbey road you know you name it they've done it um you know i mean you could really say that this is probably the number one band you know in the world i mean if you look at all the numbers and you know the uh the legacy and the tradition they've left yeah and, and
0: not to mention all of the the ones in the top forty that they've had all the gold records all you know all that different stuff um, and they really changed their styles throughout the year, just like uh, some other groups had so and I'm sure a lot of groups have followed them, a lot of people in you know so yeah they they definitely had their impact well
1: yeah that's a that's a really good point about styles because everyone knows that. You know, they started off as, uh, you know, uh, a three-part harmony, you know, She Loves You, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Um, right. And and the girls went crazy. But, you know, as they went along, um, you know, they really developed a great pop and, and rock and roll style. Uh, you know, and you go from the la-la-la stuff to Helter Skelter. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's compare and contrast yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, they all had their other little styles that came to play too. Like um, the revolver was totally different. Let it be Allen was different. The white Allen was different. Um, and you had the stuff where they had the, uh, what was it, the guitar they played in and, and different things like that. So they, they had a lot of changes throughout their
1: career. Yeah, they did. Well, let, everybody, let's break down um, how they did this. Um, with technology and artificial intelligence, they were able to pull this off. And let me let me start with um, John Lennon had a cassette tape of three songs that uh, Yoko Ono passed on to George Harrison. Um, this was after he he passed away, um, and you know the technology back then was really as such they really couldn't separate his piano from the vocal very well to do that and and anyone knows that if you're going into a studio recording you know you're you're recording levels so you're recording you know drums and bass and vocals and guitar and you want all that separated to stack it uh, to eventually have a full recorded track to mix it so they didn't have the technology then to do that um they already put out one song And I'm, I'm trying to think of a Jeff Lynn produced it. Um, free as a bird, I think was the name of the song. And then they attempted to do something with this one now and then, and then they eventually dropped it because they, they couldn't get past that piano vocal separation. Now you get into today where Peter Jackson did a very successful documentary on the Beatles. And he was really the initial, uh, you know, motivator behind, you know, this track, uh, through his technology, he could clearly separate the two. And John Lennon's vocals were very, very clear. And so is the piano. So now here comes Paul McCartney recording bass on top of the vocal. Here comes Ringo Starr, um, recording new drums on it. And then they found, um, in the archives, Uh, George Harrison's slide guitar um, when they initially tried to work on this song in the nineties. So you blend all that in plus a tremendous uh, string section and an orchestra section, which Paul McCartney uh, overlooked and uh, you know, and, and it was all secret. They didn't tell the orchestra, you know, what song this was for. Certainly they didn't tell them it was for a new Beatles track. But they put a beautiful string section on it, and you blend this all together, um, and you look at the video, it, it's just remarkable. Um, I can think of a few songs, Bill, that they did with strings. Um, Strawberry Fields is one, and I'm sure there's others. But um, the that, the way they did it, the way they composed this, um, it, it, I mean, it just gave me chills. I mean – it's just a fitting end um, to this extraordinary band. And I've probably listened to this song well over a hundred times. Yeah, I
0: have easily too. It's it's something I can't get out of my head. And if I recall, I don't know if I've seen it in a documentary or read it someplace, but I, from what I understand, the orchestra was the same type orchestra that they've used in other songs that they brought back in to play this
1: so they were familiar with their style. Yes.
0: Which is pretty amazing yeah, and in <laughs>
1: fact, um in fact uh the producer or uh, overseeing the string section was the son um of their old producer, uh, George Martin. Um wow. so that was that was really interesting and they actually recorded that in um in Abbey Studios. Right, right. So you wanna talk about nostalgia. Um, George Martin's son and they're and they're going back to the the same studio where the Beatles, in you know, recorded, you know, all those great hits. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Right. So exactly. um
1: you know, he he was just uh, uh a nostalgic warm, you know, feeling and they were all hush hush. Um uh, in fact, I think Paul McCartney said it was uh, for one of his projects.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, but
1: uh, that's ridiculous. how they that's how they did it. I mean, just to you know take the take the clarity and the clear vocal away from the piano, and then you can start building you know the track. And you know the video was so cool where they took old images of the Beatles and then you know new images of McCartney and and Ringo and blended all that in and. Um it's just uh well, well, well done. Um and we we've talked about this before, you and I. I mean, it's just uh it's it's grossly unfair, uh, how John Lennon lost his life. Um, you would have had forty years of incredible music from him, uh, for sure. And who knows, I think the Beatles probably would have got back together. Yeah,
0: it's a good possibility. I don't that's that. I like you. I can't imagine where John Lennon's music would have took everybody because he was so creative. I mean, he really come up with some fantastic songs. Yeah. The- one one thing I didn't like that I was reading about as far as like putting the the video together. There's a lot of people complain about how Paul McCartney and Ringo look so old compared to the to uh, those used and, and Ringo was in a sweatsuit and they were in Sergeant Peppers and this, and this and it just didn't matter. And if you watched and read how they put it all together, that was amazing how they got it. So, I mean, think about um, George and John, right? They got them to look like they were in the studio with them. Honey, I mean, they were dressed up in Sergeant Pepper outfit. You know, so Yeah. I mean yeah.
1: it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I thought it was really cool the uh, how they did that with the 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 older Paul, the younger Paul and you know, they were together with the younger images and back and forth. Right. I I thought it was genius. I thought it was genius. Yeah. It's uh I
0: did
1: too. Absolutely. You know, great way to celebrate, you know, that band and um you know little um uh, probably a lot of people don't know this, Ringo was not the first uh, choice, you know, for their drummer. It was uh, a guy by the name of Pete Best. Right, right, yep. And Ringo was in another band. He would be competing with, you know, the band that uh, Paul and um, John Lennon were in. Um, and they just asked him out of the blue, I mean, would you like to, you know, join us and uh, be part of the Fab Four uh I mean, you go you go back though to uh, Shea Stadium. In the older interviews, mm-hmm. they said they couldn't even hear themselves. There were no—I don't even think there were monitors on on the stage.
0: Yeah, I've, I've I've seen that video a few times, and I don't doubt that a bit that they couldn't hear themselves. They probably felt like they were just going through lip syncing and whatever, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind—it's of, kind of hard I, when I you think... can't hear yourself to go where the rest of
1: them are, you know, makes it a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the Ed Sullivan show and, um, you know, through the years, the hair got longer and, you know, the beards got longer. And, um, you know, personally, my favorite is the white album. There's like 32 songs on that and of various lengths. And it's just, uh, genius stuff from, you know, Blackbird to, uh, um, you know, back in the USSR and, you know, all, all that stuff. I think Helps Skelter's on that too, but um, a lot of different, a lot of different genres on that album. You got, you got pop, you got rock, you got guitar ballads, you got piano ballads, um, just, just remarkable stuff. Um, you know, you, you can certainly look up to those, look up to bands like that in, in terms of, Hey, I don't want to be boxed into one certain genre or style. I, I just wanna I wanna do it all. I wanna do everything and you know, now and then is another you know, style they created with that ending is oh my god in the video where you know they go back on the Ed Sullivan stage and with the black suits and they disappear. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unfortunately everybody we can't play the song due to due to copyright issues. You don't want to get don't want to get in trouble there but just go to youtube and and punch in uh you know now and then beatles uh listen to the song listen to uh you know the video and i you, you'll be moved i mean i read most of those comments bill and people said the same thing they were teared up and and choking with emotion Oh well, yeah you know, when i
0: first heard it <clears throat> i got that way too i was like wow you know I mean, it, it it does get you emotionally it's, if you've followed the Beatles at all in any kind of way and all these years later, here he is again, and and I don't
1: know, it touched my heart, that's for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I give a lot of credit and, you know, Paul McCartney's, I think the big, uh, one one of the big uh, motivators behind this too, Uh, you know, taking the time to really piece this together and oversee the orchestra and, you know, his parts and, And I've heard interviews with Ringo Starr, and he clearly said that Paul McCartney was a driving force to get into the studio all the time. I mean, he would always remind him, hey, let's let's cut some tracks, let's get in there and and, and record. So um, it's 10 stars to me. I I don't know how you can find any negativity or fault, you know, with this effort. No, I I don't either.
0: fault.
1: Well everybody it's uh halfway through the episode and as always, uh we always play a track, we play a song, that's uh, customary of what we do and um I'm pleased to uh to have uh you know, my friend uh here in the Tampa Bay area, Harvey Myers, um, is a great singer, songwriter, musician, plays um uh, uh mostly acoustic guitar, but he's a bluesy, you know, kind of an artist and uh you know, we we wish him uh, well. He's had, you know, some health issues uh the last, you know, several years and uh he's a great guy. You know, he's uh he's played many venues and, and bars and um uh, he hosts uh an open mic uh, every Wednesday night at a uh a grill, a grill and bar uh in uh, the Dunedin you know, Florida area, but we're going to play a great track from Harvey, and this is called uh, "The Pyra."
0: Hang on one second, lost like
1: You got it. It,
0: it's it, it, no, it, it slid off. I got to skew down again to find it. I must have hit my mouse, and it moved. There we are. Okay. Yeah, there right. we go. Ready? Uh.
2: I believe what you told me Like when you told me how
1: That's my friend, uh, Harvey Myers and the Pyra. Great, great track from Harvey. Wish him well. And, um, uh, we have a few minutes, uh, left Bill and just, uh, recapping the great band, the Beatles and, uh, their track now and then, and that's going to be it. Everybody. They're not, they're not doing any more, uh, new songs. Um, uh, and that's what they basically said. This is, uh, the Swan song and, what a way what a great way to go out with a with a touching uh i, I don't know if i don't think i'd call it a ballad but it's little little up tempo but it's it's tender and it hits you right in the heart bill
0: absolutely yeah if, if you get the chance certainly look it up listen to the song watch the video i don't know to me you'll be impressed.
1: I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah. To, to to me the string section really did it for me. I was I, I was teary eyed when I started hearing that and uh that closing picture of um the Ed Sullivan stage and them fading out. That was uh our, our artistic masterpiece as far as I'm concerned. And uh you know, bravo to everybody involved and uh I think it I think it received the video, got like twenty six million views in like it was like two or three days
0: so oh, i don't i don't feel that i know when i first got on to to uh watch the video and hear the song i think they were already up to like seven million or something i mean it was some un- unbelievable yeah and it only not even three you know three days or something it was insane
1: yep yeah, a band a <laughs> band like no other um, e- each one had their own individual skills and talents and, uh, you know, brought something to the party and, um, uh, and incredible. So, um, uh, that's kind of, uh, our breakdown, um, of the Beatles, you know, now and then track and, and discussing a little bit about, you know, their history and background. And that's what we do here, everybody on just talking music. We'll mix it up and we can talk about any subject from A to Z in the music industry. And um, in fact, on our next episode in a couple of weeks, we will have a guest on and we won't give that away yet, but uh, occasionally we do bring on a guest that like to do that and, uh, you know, play uh, one song uh, from a guest that comes on and uh, we'll, we'll surprise you with who that guest is as we get a little closer, but uh, that's, uh, that's it for us on this uh, episode, Bill. And uh, thanks as always for uh, joining me in this discussion and, look forward to talking with you again in a couple weeks.
0: Absolutely. Looking forward to it as always. Just remember, thank you everybody. This is
1: another <laughs> another episode of uh just talking music. Happy New Year again and uh go enjoy uh 2024. Have a good night.